You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Football Podcast with host Howard Bender and John and Pemba. What is going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with Howard Bender. This is the Fantasy Alarm NFL DFS Podcast. We are looking into week four, Howard, already, how quickly the NFL season uh, is moving through. It was an exciting week for us here at Fantasy Alarm over the last couple. We had a millionaire winner. We had someone take down a showdown slate as well. A bunch of great things happening with our NFL DFS coverage, and we're just ready to keep it moving forward. We're definitely ready to keep it moving forward. Hell, we had a we had a really nice night on the on the Thursday night showdown slate. So you know, made some nice picks there. Good captain seat. Both Andrew Cooper and I were on C.J. Uzama, and he ended up with 96 yards and a touchdown and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah, career the, the, game out of C.J. Uzama. Game of his life, right? So nothing better than that happening to you as a way to start off your DFS week. So yeah, let's definitely keep this momentum rolling here and, uh, and see what we got going on for, uh, for, for this week. Let's start off with the quarterbacks, John, who do you like? You paying up, you paying down. What are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, listen, we're, we're, we're taking a look at the matchups, and obviously I did the, you know, the quarterback over at DFS Alarm this week, and, and I think that, you know, there's always those matchups where you take a look at pricing, you take a look at matchup, and you, you think, is this player, it, are they worth the cost, right? And, and for me, I feel like we we kind of always find ourselves in that spot with Josh Allen. Now, he was the cover of the quarterback coach this week, and for me, you know, the matchup against Houston can go two ways. He can throw for five touchdowns and like you know, have five total touchdowns like he did last week and be the reason that they blow out Houston. He gets all of his fantasy points. Or they end up running in a couple touchdowns like we've seen from Zach Moss over the last few weeks. And because they're up so big on Houston that Josh Allen isn't able to pay off his price tag uh, because they don't need him to score and be in this back and forth game. So I actually think Allen's going to be the reason that they're they're ahead here. He's the night top guy coming off that huge week. He's where I'm going to go uh, to start my lineups this week. Really? You're going to start with Josh Allen, huh? I mean, listen, I, I you know, I get it. I, you know, he he could deliver it all in the you know in the first half you know they're not just go, they're not only going to run the ball over and over again so he can get his points in the first half I I would say though I mean for me I had him in the watch list I took him out because you know I mean we know he's a he's a fine cash game play we're not you know we 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 know he is but does he have that GPP upside against a team like Houston when you are going to probably see a lot of Moss and Singletary. So I kind of worry about that. Um, no love for Mahomes, though, right? Back against the wall, teams in last place. I think this Eagles defense is a little on the trashy side, but, you know. Yeah, for me, for me again, it's it's. I think a lot of people are going to see the matches. Now, I like Mahomes as, again, as a contrarian option here. I had him in the contrarian corner video last week, and he was like 2% going up against the Chargers people. For whatever reason, it's it's difficult for them to stack, you know, these Mah- you know, Mahomes with, with the Chiefs. You know, like Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes are just incredibly expensive stacks if you're trying to go in that direction. You know, you have them on the road here. And I agree. I, I think this is going to be... Uh, an interesting matchup for them because, you know, again, we've seen teams, especially last week, we saw Dalton Schultz score twice against Philly. And now you got Kelsey and Mahomes going at it. I like Mahomes. He also made the top tier part 
Um, three quarterbacks made the top tier section of the quarterback coach this week. You know, Allen was a cover, but Mahomes is definitely in there in the mix. And if I'm going contrarian this week, I think Mahomes is going to be the contrarian play once again. You know, I think people will look at the matchup against Houston and Allen coming off five total scores and like to go in that direction. And I think that we're going to see people go with Matt Stafford here. I think Stafford is going to be the other quarterback in this top conversation. They're home against Arizona. I think Arizona Maybe a little bit overrated defensively. I know, you know, again, they won some people a lot of money the other week. You know, they're they're up there in team turnovers and total sacks. But you look at their competition, the teams that they've done it against, and, and they just haven't faced an offense. You know, a, a team will say even as good as they're going to face with the Rams. I mean, the Rams just put a spanking on Tampa Bay last week. You know, so for me, the top three quarterbacks, it's, it's Allen, it's Stafford, who I think is going to be pretty popular. And I think Mahomes is going to be that contrarian play. All right. Yeah. I, I was thinking about just tucking him right in as my cash game QB, but yeah. All right. I think, uh, you know, for a GPP tournament to be the contrarian guy. Okay. I'm cool he, with that. He was 2% last week. I mean, how do you get, how often are you getting a Patrick Mahomes who has a, a ceiling as high as anybody at that low of, of, you know, draft percentage. That's, that's what wins you those tournaments. If he, if he goes off and, you know, for two quarters, those who roster Patrick Mahomes are probably pounding their head against the wall. And then he finishes with 25 fantasy points because he throws for three scores in the second half. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's his. But if we're looking mid-tier, Howard, where are you going? What's what's some of your favorite mid-tier quarterbacks? Mid-tier, kind of interesting. I've I've kind of isolated, you know, I, I, Matt Stafford, obviously, is is a, is a great direction to go. I don't really have that much confidence in, in Arizona, let alone Cliff Kingsbury. I do like Jalen Hurts. Obviously, if this game does become some sort of a shootout, if Patrick Mahomes is slinging the rock, Hertz is going to have to do that. Plus, you get the uh, the rushing upside, and then you know, listen, uh, Pittsburgh's terrible. Yeah. Green Green Bay at home. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I do love me a, a nice like Aaron Rodgers Devonte Adams pairing for that. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, listen, you and I have talked about the Steelers defense probably more than any other defense in the NFL. They're on the road. They're battered, they're bruised, they're 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 busted up. You know, I I don't see this as being a trap game for Green Bay. You know, like they they won last week against San Francisco, that was a big win for them, and they come home and then they drop to the Steelers. No, I think I think Aaron Rodgers punishes Pittsburgh a little bit in this one. So right there, I mean that that pocket of QB Stafford, Hurts, and and Rod probably where I want to live for the most part. Yeah, the running for for Hertz really is keeping him afloat there. It, you know, it's. I feel like there's a there's a low floor with him, and, and even though this is a great matchup, you know, he made he's in he's again he's in the quarterback coach. He's I think he's going to be again a very popular popular. You know, I, I realize the advantage of these running quarterbacks is their ability to make up for turnovers or make up for um, some poor play. You know, you look at his game against San Francisco. 190 yards, only completed 52% of his passes, had no passing touchdowns, but 80 and a score on the ground got you 21 fantasy points. So, you know, I, you really need to count on that production. I wonder if maybe Kansas City comes comes a little bit harder this week, you know, and see what Hurts is made of. So, again, I, I like him. He's not my favorite play, but I think it's it's certainly a spot uh, that you can take a look at there. Another one that I like, and uh, I, I want to test Carolina here. I, I am, I'm for me, this is a, you know, how good are you really matchup? You know, I know you and Craig Mish just did, you know, did the wager alarm live stream and you liked Carolina and the points they're getting four and a half. I look at Carolina and who they've played and kind of shrug like, yeah, they've looked great, you know, against Houston and the Jets, 
you know, and we don't even, nobody really thinks the Saints are even really that good. They're again, another team that has benefited from a schedule that they've handed themselves. So I wonder if this is their first real test for Carolina to prove that their defense is as good as it, it potentially could be. They're going to go in up against, you know, Ezekiel Elliott last week looked fantastic. We know CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, the tight ends, whether it's Jarwin or Schultz have been productive. Dak has looked great. Tony Pollard has looked great. Like this is the best offense Carolina's faced all season and they're going into Dallas. You know, I wonder if people are going to shy away from Dak and Dallas's offense here. I know there's always the Dallas Cowboys bump. You know, we talk about this in MLB DFS with the Yankees. There's always a little always coming in on New York because they're New York. The same thing comes in with mm-hmm. Dallas here. But, you know, everybody's kind of hyping up the Panthers. And, and I feel like Dak and, and Dallas has something to show here. You know, listen, I, I get it. I, I, I think Dallas, you know, has a, a high powered offense. And, you know, it's this is going to be this is the first test for the Carolina defense the first test for them i i got it but you know they short up that secondary probably in anticipation of, of of this turning into a kind of a crazy game so you know listen i i i like the defense i like the way that that you know matt rule and joe brady run this team you know for the same token also dallas's defense we were saying you know well it's a lot better than what we thought it was going to be well can they handle all the underneath slants? I, you know, you're going to have Trevon Diggs, who's going to be on uh, DJ Moore. But, you know, can the rest of the cornerbacks handle Terrace Marshall Jr., Robbie Anderson? You know, is that is is that something they can do? Tommy Tremble? Everybody seems to want to get in on Tommy Tremble. I mean, it's, it's all, to me, it's about can Sam, is Sam Darnold going to target any of these other guys? You know, it's Robbie Anderson has, has basically disappeared from this offense. You know, Marshall's got a handful of targets, but the majority of the offense had run from McCaffrey and more to this point, you know, and, and Diggs has really, you know, looked like one of the better cornerbacks in the league over the first couple of weeks. And, and not to mention that Dallas defense is fast. I mean, you know, they, they, they have a lot of speed on that defensive side of the football as well. You know, they've, they've gotten to the quarterback. They've caused some turnovers here. You know, I, I think it's just going to be an interesting challenge. It's one of my favorite games, I think, to pay attention to this week. So I think some questions are, are going to be in. You know, but obviously, if we're looking at the quarterbacks, if we're, if we're going a little bit further down, value-wise, are you are you buying into Haneke at all? Again, a guy that has put up some fantasy points. You know, last week wasn't one of them, but the two prior weeks, you know, he's given you really solid fantasy production. Sorry, last week was week 23 and 24. Week one against the Chargers, he didn't do too hot. But, you know, are you buying into Haneke here, just 5,900 against Atlanta? I mean, listen. I, you know, I think if if you're if you're a multi lineup player and you're uh, and you're and you're entering in a GPP, if you want to try, uh, you know, Heineke. I listen. Terry McLaurin's the cover boy of the watch list this week for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, I do believe in Heineke a little bit, but you know, am I you know am, am I am I jumping all over myself to to get him into the lineup? No, I mean, but will you know? Is it possible to do a Washington stack with? You know, Heineke, McLaurin, and Logan Thomas, you know, is that the way to go? Because, you know, we don't know about Antonio Gibson, nor does he catch passes for Hey, Curtis Samuel's reason. back now, you know? What's that? Curtis Samuel's back now. Curtis Samuel is back, absolutely. First game back, though, am I going to invest? Uh, I'm not so sure. So, I, you know, listen, I, I, I don't mind it as a, uh, as, a, as a play to make if you're going to be doing it. You know, I think that that's uh, that, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I have as much love for doing that as I do going with Justin Fields, David Montgomery and Allen Robinson this week. Are you in on Justin Fields this week if he starts? I'm saying if I if I'm if I'm putting in 
a ton of lineups and I want to get that stack sure. in there because, you know, because Allen Robinson's way underpriced. He's like 60. What? Allen Robinson. Where is he? I got he? it right here. Robinson. He's 5,800 on, yeah, on DraftKings. And he's like 6,400 on FanDuel. So, you know, I mean, when, when you start seeing guys who are, you know, normally, you know, seven grand or 6,500, yeah. depending on what site you're on, to see him drop to, to below six, you know, at some point you kind of have to jump in on that. And, yeah, you know, again, it's probably going to be the highest rostered wide receiver this week on DraftKings. Who? Robinson's probably going to be the highest rostered receiver on DraftKings this week. You think you think it's gonna be Robinson at fifty eight hundred? Yeah, I do. I think it's gonna be Nick Westbrook. Yeah, thirty two hundred. So that's probably fair from a value standpoint. I guess I was looking. Yeah, he's probably gonna be up there. I mean, I don't even. Odell know. Beck. Odell Beckham's fifty eight hundred too, and and that's gonna be a shootout with Cleveland and Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I still think I think people go Robinson more than that matchup, but. It's a good it's a good number for both. I'm not in on these backup Titans receivers. I think Derrick Henry's getting 30 carries. Let's just go to running back and talk about it. Derrick Henry, $8,800 on DraftKings, gets your New York Jets. No Julio Jones, no A.J. Brown. He had 28 carries last week. He had 35 in the overtime win uh, against Seattle. Is there any way that he doesn't hit this week? No, I mean, listen, Jets are going to stack the box because of the, the, the wide receiver stuff. So... You kind of have to think that if, if you're if you're Robert Saleh and and you're talking to your defensive coordinator and you got Derrick Henry on the on the field, you kind of have to stack the box and and sell out to stop the run. And I and I think that that's what we're gonna see. Can Derrick Henry withstand that because it's the Jets? Yes, yes, I think he can. But I mean to see him, you know, to say that he's gonna get 30 carries. You know, however many yards he's going to get and multiple touchdowns. You know, I'm not 100%. I mean, this is still the NFL. And even the bad teams, if they're if they're focused on stopping a guy and they're going to say, you know what, we're going to we're going to, you know, sell out to to stop Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill into, you know, some sort of a shootout with his, you know, subpar wide receivers. You know, he's like leaning on Chester Rogers and uh, and Westbrook Akine that all of a sudden you know, it, it becomes a different story, right? Like, I mean, I'm not, you know me, man. I'm I'm the most pessimistic Jets fan of all time. But if, if that's the scheme that they do, then all of a sudden this game st- stays close. Or even worse, if Tennessee's defense is that bad and the Jets actually, you know, have a lead, then, they, then they're forced to abandon the ground game with Tennessee. Oh, that would be, that'd be pretty wild. Is, is Henry your top running back this week, Howard, or do you have a different top running back? Did that go the way you thought it would? I mean, no. Derrick Henry is definitely the top running back. He definitely is. Listen, I I love Henry today, you know, this week. Dalvin Cook going up up against Cleveland, I'm in. Aaron Jones going up against Pittsburgh, I'm in on. Nick Chubb going up against Minnesota, in on those guys. And then, you know, so that's. That's where I hang out there for the, you know, for 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 the more expensive guys, you know, you know, if if you're gonna pay down, you know, I mean, what am I? Am I looking at Chuba Hubbard? Am I, I mean, looking probably, at probably probably Chuba Hubbard? I mean, David Montgomery's 58. Montgomery, I like at 58. Zach Moss at 53 intrigues me as well. Yeah, Moss is. I can't get a grasp on Moss because he's. I know he's scoring right, like, and he's he's looked good last week. He's, he's looked good in the two weeks because he's been able to find the end zone. But 
you know, if he's not getting those touchdowns, then, you know, that's, that's the worry for me. And, right. and again, if, if you're, if you're playing Allen, you can't probably pair Moss up there because they're kind of negating against each other. So I'm probably not in love with that. If Melvin Gordon's out, do you go Javante at 53? What's it? What's his price? He's 55 K even. Do you, would you go him if Gordon sits? If Gordon sits, it's definitely uh, something to think about. Um, if Elijah Mitchell sits, in San Francisco, what about Trey Sermon? Same mm-hmm. price. Right. Uh, who do you have more faith in being productive, Sermon or, or Williams? I, I don't, you know, I, it's probably about even. I'm not going to sit there, you know, I, I was talking to Jim Bowden about this on the Fantasy Alarm show, and he's he's very adamant against Trey Sermon. He's like, I didn't like what I saw last week. Uh, you know, listen, I didn't like what I saw last week either, but, you know, I'm not going to sell out the guy. You know, this is a guy who, you know, we've expected – to, to run this backfield, right? People were taking him before they were taking Raheem Mostert in 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 season long drafts. You know whether he was just you know he was he was just an asshole or whatever that he got into Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. But you know Shanahan had to you know alpha male him and and put the kid in his place. And now the question is 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 he in his place and you know is he just doing you know is is he going to just tow the company line now so i can't i'm not going to give up on on sermon i think he's incredibly talented you know me i love javante williams also but you know if you're talking about the seattle run defense versus the ravens run defense i'm probably going to want to target against seattle okay that's fair enough quarterell patterson yes or no no wasn't it you who said to me that that this front seven for Washington was going to destroy this Atlanta offensive line. Uh, yeah, Cordell Patterson's a wide receiver, Howard. He's got 14 targets over the last two weeks. He's listed as a running back. So that's I know my he's question. Listed as a running back, and I know he plays wide receiver, and he does both jobs there. Are you saying so? So you're just saying Matt Ryan's just going to just keep checking down to him, just keep throwing to him. Checking down, he's averaging almost 14 yards of reception last week. I, I don't, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, against the Giants, dude. The Giants okay, are he averaged terrible. 12, he averaged 12 against Tampa Bay. Right, they were playing from behind. They had no other recourse. Okay, all right. It's full. Just throwing them out there, 16 and 23 fantasy points the last two weeks. All right, 4,900. It's all yours. All righty, I like him. I like him. Yeah, we all know that, Cor- that, that Cordero Patterson has a shelf life. Mish and I were talking about the shelf life of... This is the first time he's ever been consistently featured in an offense because Atlanta's got nothing else going on. There's no Russell Gage. They, uh, they're they mixing him in with, with Mike Davis, you know, in their backfield. You know, this is like the most usage he's ever seen in an offense. Yeah, I'm not interested. Okay. That's fine. Any other running backs here? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody even further down the list that uh, that even remotely intrigues me. Yeah, I'm with you there. I've seen some people ask about Kenneth Gainwell this week, but I'm not. No, 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 no. no. Not in DFS. Come on. No, it's full PPR. So people, 4,300 people have asked. Yeah. Wide receiver. Tyree Kill's the top price guy. Devontae Adams against Pittsburgh. Cooper Cup, does he keep going, Howard? Does Cooper Cup keep going? Probably. I mean, listen, until a defense specifically schemes against Cooper Cup, yeah, I mean, you you, kind of have to ride this wave until it breaks. Yeah, it's hard to ignore a guy averaging 33 fantasy points a week, especially when he's got 33 targets. Over those three weeks, everybody said Stafford Cup, that was a connection that's proven true. Diggs, obviously, if you're going to stack with Allen, you're going to look there. 
if Tyler Lockett doesn't play, does that make Metcalf more or less appealing to you? I don't really know. Like I, I would prefer that Lockett Lockett be on the field so that he can draw some coverage away. Right. So that's what that's that's what makes me nervous about you know zoning in on 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 Metcalf. If if he's the only option in town, yeah, he's gonna see the targets, but he's also gonna see the extra coverage, and and it, it could be it could be problematic. I I think it definitely could be problematic. I mean he's. A guy that runs straight, right? So if they just throw a, a, a high safety over him, is he is he going to be able to get open there? Well, well, who knows? You have McLaurin as a cover of your watch list. Just above him is Calvin Ridley. Same matchup. Do you like both receivers in this game? Yeah, I do. I like I like McLaurin more than I like Ridley. Again, I don't know how much time Matt Ryan's going to have to throw the ball, and you know, and that 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 means is Ridley going to have enough time to you know complete his route. Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, the targets have been great, but the yards and, and no scores. So tough one on Ridley there. DJ Moore, 6,600. Again, I talked about how I like the Dallas D. I like Diggs. It's going to be a, a really tough matchup for Moore. It's not Houston. It's not the Jets. You know, are, are you in on DJ Moore this week at 66? No, I'm pivoting over. You know, again, I believe in in Trevon Diggs. I'm, you know, I can't I can't go you know go off on the on the air because you know Jim will flip out if right. I start <laughs> praising Trevon Diggs too much. But I think if he's gonna if he's gonna be on more, I would I would just I would pivot to Robbie Anderson. I know that you know I mean, he hasn't been targeted or anything like that. But if if you're taking away more. Well, then, then Darnold has to throw it to to Anderson or or Terrace Marshall. Yeah, like I, not... I, I kind of think Marshall could be the sneaky one here. For whatever, they're just not taking shots to Anderson. I don't really, I don't really understand it. You know, maybe again, maybe it's just the game. You know, twenty four nine, twenty six seven. The last two games they played, they didn't need to go deep to him. You know, they just they 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 were well ahead in the game. They had no reason to. If it gets into a shootout, maybe Anderson becomes more involved in the offense. So Marshall to me, I think is a little bit more appealing if you're going to work those, you know, underneath routes, those intermediate routes for, for Donald to, to throw to. I also think, however, that this is an interesting week for the 49ers receivers. If Kittle doesn't play, he's apparently a true questionable with this calf injury. That's keeping him, you know, day to day, you know, Debo is 6,500 going up against Seattle. And then Brandon Ayuk, who again, you know, nothing over the first couple of weeks finally got, uh, a little bit of extra target share last week. He's just 5K. Found the end zone, four receptions, six targets. I think going with these San Francisco receivers, if Kittle ends up sitting, is going to be very appealing. Yeah, I'm actually very intrigued on on Ayuk. I added Debo Samuel to the to the watch list because he just he moves around so much. You know, doesn't matter what side, doesn't matter if he's in the slot. You know, and and, and you just you you look at the way that matches up with Seattle. Yeah, I mean Trey Flowers is 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 good, but he's not going to shat. I don't see him shadowing Debo, so they're going to end up moving these guys around a little bit, and they're going to end up trying to avoid Trey Flowers in coverage. And I think you know, I I think both guys have the potential to 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 catch some passes in this one for sure. Which Pittsburgh Steelers receiver gets Jair Alexander this week? Well, I mean, it, it probably has to be. Deontay, if he played, you know, he, I mean, he was back at practice. So, yep. No, they, like they removed him from the injury report. So, Deontay right. and Juju are good to go. Claypool is questionable. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that Jair Alexander is probably on Deontay Johnson most of the time. So, does that put you in on Juju at 56 at all? 
I, Big Ben can't throw, dude. Yeah, but Juju doesn't go deep. You just no, he doesn't. But I mean, yeah, all right, you know, I'm I'm going to invest in whose average depth of target is is four yards. I mean, it's a volume play. He threw 58 times last week. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It worked out for Najee Harris, you know. Right, because he's a running back, and and you and you know, he, and he and he gets a hundred percent of the snaps. Like just because you know, like just because a guy gets volume doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be productive anyway. Like we've seen guys get heavily targeted, and there's just there's nothing going on there. There's nothing doing. So that's kind of you know that's my worry about the offense is that you know. Big Ben's just not throwing deep. He's not throwing, you know, downfield. And yeah, sure, Juju can get those, you know, those those four and five yard passes. But I mean, he's got to get I mean, he's going to get those four and five yard passes, right? Then he's got to get like like nine or ten catches in order to like, you know, give you a good value on, you know, even on a full PPR. And he's got to get into the end zone if you're going to want him to do anything for, you know, for, for DFS. All right. Kenny Galladay, no Shepard, no. You di- you, I'm sorry, you disagree, though, obviously. Like, you're in on Juju. I think that there's a path. Well, again, we, we, we argue this all the time. I like guys who get targeted. You know, if he's going to get nine, ten targets in this game, the opportunity for him to – get yardage after the catch or get points just for the reception. Now I play, I play largely on DraftKings, So it's a full PPR, you know, FanDuel and Yahoo where it's half. Yeah. Maybe it may, it makes a lot more sense to fade Juju in this instance. But you know, if you think that Jair Alexander shutting down Deontay and Claypool is, is going to be taken out of this, you know, is hurt or, or not going to be involved. I mean, short intermediate routes over the middle is where Ben can throw the football right now. We saw, yeah, Najee out of the backfield, but they split him out wide. They had 19 targets last week and 14 catches for 100 yards. I mean, that was with Juju and Deontay out of the lineup. If 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 Juju is really the only guy Big Ben can throw to, he could just as easily rack up 10 catches for you know 80 yards. You know, right? Like it's certainly possible. You know, it's it's if I'm looking for a mid tier play, I think there's a high floor with with Juju here. I do. Okay. Now, but below him is Galladay. No Slate, no Shepard. Any interest? <laughs> ah, man, I got to be honest. I don't, I don't know what to expect with this team. I really don't. I mean, listen, Marshawn Lattimore isn't what he used to be. So, you know, worrying about him in uh, in, in blanket coverage on Galladay doesn't scare me all that much. Uh, just, you know, I don't know. You know, the the, the Giants have not looked good. They don't, you know, it's, it's tough for them to move the ball down. I, you know, I, I think it's really, I think it's detrimental of them that they don't have uh, Barkley back at, at full strength. I think that's, you know, definitely an issue for them. Yeah, I, I think Bar- I, Barkley's getting better, though. You know, the snap he's counts. He's getting are- better, yes, but he's not full strength Barkley. Sure, I agree. Corey Davis, thoughts, revenge game narrative in play for you? Revenge game narrative. You got to do it, right? Anybody with, with 60% of the Crowder, time, it works every time. Mims and Crowder being active, does that bother you at all? No. Okay. I mean, I don't like, I, you know, I, for, for the for the price tag there, you know, and and, and knowing that he's probably the uh, the better receiver at the, who's going to be on the field, like, this isn't like Sam Darnold hitting Crowder on a regular basis. This is Zach Wilson, you know, taking a look at it from another angle. Right. So, you know, I think you, I think you kind of have to go 
in the direction of, of Davis. Any Cardinal receiver not named DeAndre Hopkins appealing? I mean, Hopkins is going to be, uh, he's going to see Jalen Ramsey the entire time. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, I mean, Kirk on the other side, you know, that's fine. I, I would go Kirk, Kirk in the over, slot. Yeah. What's that? Kirk's in the slot. So, AJ Green on the other side. Rondell Moore. in the slot? Yeah, he's playing primarily in the slot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ Green. Oh, I forget about AJ Green, which is, you know, telling. He had 100 yards last week. Green. 112 yards. Yes, he did. He did. And as my great granddaddy always used to say, the sun shines on a dog's ass at least once in his lifetime. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so any, any of these, <laughs> Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, uh, AJ nah, Green. Nah. I mean, I, I have more interest in Kirk than I do Rondell Moore. Okay. Value. Miko Hartman. Any any interest in Miko Hartman? Did find the end zone last week. He did find the end zone last week. Um, I know. Not really. I don't really have a lot of, you know, a lot of faith in him. There's no consistency, right? I mean, he's he's a GPP only play. You can't even think about using him in cash games. And, you know, if he doesn't get into the end zone, he's getting you four points. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if, if you're looking to pay down, if you're looking to go with like a Mahomes-Kelsey stack and you want to save some money and go with Hardman, I mean, you can, but... I mean, is that really, is that the smart move? Is that the right move? Probably not. Yeah. So I struggle with that. Any 4K below guys you're buying in these Tennessee, Chester Rogers, Westbrook, I'm not even going to pr- bother pronouncing the second Akine. part of this one. Akine, yeah, Westbrook, Akine. Go back to the KJ Osborne train. There's Freddie Swain. If if Lockett gets ruled out. Um... Yeah, Freddie Swain intrigues me if Lockett is out. I will say that. And and Westbrook Akine, I mean, listen, he's a big dude, right? He's like 6'2", 210. He's got good, you know, he's a clean, he seems to be a clean route runner. You know, obviously when you're playing on a team with, with A.J. Brown and, and Julio Jones, there's, there's no chance that you're starting. But he looked okay last week when he came in. And, you know, I mean, just from a from a price point, from just from a, a sheer you know, this this is what the price is. It's hard not to it's hard not to look at him because of how much salary it saves you. Yeah. I mean that's really that's really what it is, right? There's just so much value. And this is a interesting one of these dartboard plays are gonna hit this week, right? Like Westbrook Akine, Chester Rogers, Colin Johnson maybe, you know, right? Kadarius oh, yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about know, Colin like, Johnson. You know, those five catches, seven targets last week, like you know, thirty-two hundred dollars. They are, those guys are. I mean, someone is gonna come through at the three K level this week. That's gonna help people win, uh, win a lot of money there. Uh, tight end Howard, George Kittle questionable. He has Seattle. Travis Kelsey's the top price guy against Philadelphia. If you can afford him, I mean, you go Kelsey, right? That's just the matchup against Philadelphia is one that is very, very appealing. I feel like you, I feel like you kind of have to, and it's not even just that Dalton Schultz scored two touchdowns against them. It, it's just the the differential in 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 points from Kelsey to anybody else is just, you know, I, I feel like if if you've got Kelsey in your lineup, if you you know, yes, obviously if you can afford him, but if he's on the main slate, I try to find every way to afford him. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pay down. He's almost as close to a short thing as there is, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Where are you with uh, Logan Thomas? He's another guy that I like in the mid-tier. He gets Atlanta, just 4,900. Again, you, you like Terry McLaurin. He's on your he's on the cover of your watch list. Does Thomas fit that bill for you as well? He does. Yeah, obviously. I said you know earlier in the show that if I were going to stack Washington so I could use Heineke, I would use him with, with McLaurin and Logan Thomas. I think that's kind of you know, where I'm at. I think he's, he's fine. Is he only a stack play for you though? Or is he something that you would play as your, your tight end outside of that? I I, I don't know. Probably not. Again, I'm, I'm going to just jam Kelsey into my lineup. Said I like to do the double flex approach with the tight end at times. If I'm really trying to get stars and scrubby there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's, that's definitely doable. Absolutely. Any, any of these other mid tier guys, are you a Dawson Knox believer? Again, GPP only. You want to just take a shot. You know, that's that's the problem. Like, and and that's the thing is that that's why I just jammed Kelsey into my lineup because right. you you look at these guys and there's not a single other tight end that you can you can turn around and and say he's you know he's gonna he's gonna be the man. Like you you just you can't say that about any of these guys. You know, and so when you look at the matchups and you say, all right, well, you know, here we go. Hawkinson against the Bears is, you know, is, is he going to get open? Is he going to be able to get into the end zone in, in this one? Mark Andrews, he hasn't got into the end zone yet. And, and you know, what, what what's, you know, Lamar going to do with him? Dallas Goddard losing time to Zach Gerds. Tyler Higby completely inconsistent. Kyle Pitts, he's in the shitter. Logan Thomas. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a it's a nice matchup, and and I'm intrigued by it. But you know, am I gonna make that my cash game guy? No, Noah Fant. I mean, I like him, but it just you know, it's not you know, there, there's no. Baltimore's had a little bit of tough time against tight ends. Obviously, not against Hawkinson last week, but yeah. two weeks in a row before that, dude, they were smoked by tight ends. Dawson Knox, he sees a small handful. Like you know, and I'm I'm starting to look at like Dawson Knox, Robert Tunyon. Mike Gesicki. Oh, it's Mike Gesicki's birthday on Sunday. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the touchdown play for the week. But I mean, you know, to me, you you look down at all of these tight ends and the question is, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like you and and me and Cooper saying with CJ Uzama, right? I mean, if you, you know, it's, it's a, it's a nice matchup if you're going to throw that dart and, and hope to, you know, nail it. But you know, I mean, can well, you no, give no, me no, sh- no shock to anybody? Coop is back on the Evan Ingram train for this week. He's three thousand dollars. He got six targets last week, only had two catches and he fumbled. But no snow shepherd, no Slayton. Hey, listen, you know what? I mean, like a, like a dog on a bone. Right. I mean, <laughs> he's got so uh, you know what? If, if I'm going to pin my hopes to a, a dart throw tight end, Evan Ingram is not the guy. Not the guy. OK. Is it, you got one for us? You got a dart throw tight end for us? No, I do Tune into the dart board maybe for that on Saturday. Yeah, I don't really think that I have, uh, you know, do we do we go to the range there? Because, you know, Gerald Everett's got the COVID. Is that what happened with him? I wasn't even sure what, what he went down with. Yeah, he's got the, the COVID. Will Disley, uh, super cheap. He's been, yeah, almost been priced. All right, well. Tight end sucks. Pay for Travis Kelsey is basically what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's, go to, let's go to defense here, Howard. Listen, I've already talked about it a lot earlier in the show. I'm buying in on Dallas. They're $2,600. All right. I, you got Carolina on the road. No Christian McCaffrey. We've only seen Sam Darnold play bad teams. 
I, you know, you look at this Dallas defense and they've been, you know, two interceptions in every game, two sacks each of the last two games, you know, the chargers and the Eagles, you look at the, the amount of points they've allowed to those two offenses and they've done pretty well for themselves. You know, I think this is a statement game for this defense. I think they get after Sam Darnold. I'm going to go with Dallas at 2,600 as my defense of the week. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, the, you know, I'll tell you what the funny thing is, is that I look at the matchups this, you know, this week. And it's like, you know, Buffalo against Houston is kind of a no-brainer, but who the fuck wants to pay up that much for uh, for a defense? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. It's not uh, – this isn't Andy up. I'm not. You can swear. It's okay. It's not okay. allowed to use that. I'm language. not going to edit it, so it's whatever. Tennessee against the Jets, fine. But Tennessee's defense is horrible, absolutely horrible. Saints against the Giants, fine. But we've seen the Saints get you know slapped around, and that doesn't look good. Indianapolis Colts against Jacoby Brissett, okay, but Colts are dealing with a ton of injuries themselves. Uh, and their secondary is is, is cockapoo-poo. It's bad, yeah. Right? Chicago against Detroit. Uh, you know, can you invest in Chicago in, in, in much of anything? Cleveland against Minnesota. Cleveland's secondary is crap. Ravens against Denver. Uh, you know, if, if, if the whole defense doesn't have COVID, then, you know, maybe. Maybe. I'm not going with the Broncos. I'm not going with the Packers. I'm not going with the Lions. Not going with the Cardinals. Not going with the Dolphins. Oh, you know, Washington against Atlanta. That's that's doable. That's doable. Yeah, doable. Again, they, they haven't been good, but it's Atlanta. So, like. Rams you know. against Arizona. Would you do Miami against Indiana against the Colts if there's no Taylor and no. If there's no Taylor and no Wentz, yes. Yes. $100 for Miami there. Good yeah. secondary. You called yeah. their touchdown last week. I did at plus six fifty too, and I put a C note on it. That's pretty nice. You like apples? I do like apples. How you like them apples? Good Fuji apples. They're the the one on one of the apple tree. So, dude, you're you're like a you're a Granny Smith guy. I know it. Nah, man, Fuji, Fuji. I stumbled stumbled upon the Fuji apple by by accident, and I've never turned back. <laughs> well, all right, man. So did you did you build a lineup? I do have a lineup. Huh? I do. I do. You know what I did? I built a lineup on FanDuel. Oh, all right. That's because because DraftKings. I built a lineup on DraftKings too, but I mean, you probably should have built a lineup on Yahoo, but you know, next time. Next time. Always a next time. God, give me your lineup. But yeah, hold on. I gotta. I I gotta. I gotta. I gotta slot in. I made. A, I pivoted to your Westbrook Akine guy. So. I'm, uh, all right. Well, here I'll give you. I'll give you a lineup. Give me. There you go. DraftKings, ready? Aaron Rodgers, David Montgomery, Zach Moss, Devontae Adams, Corey Davis, Nick Westbrook, Akine, Travis Kelsey, KJ Osborne, and the Washington football team. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know, you're like, yeah, there's nothing special about this lineup. There really isn't, but could be a decent cash game effort there. It could um, be a decent cash game effort. I agree with you. I tried to do something a little similar over on, on FanDuel just to see Aaron Rodgers, David Montgomery, Zach Moss, Devontae Adams, Corey Davis, Nick Westbrook, Akine, Travis Kelsey. And then I had room to pay up. So I went Justin Jefferson in the flex with the Rams day. All right. I like that. I like the Justin Jefferson in the flex. I think that's a, I think that game is like sneaky here. I think people are going to look at other matchups and they're just going to be like, ah, oh, you know, what's, 
you know what what is this game so all right so here here's my here's my lineup i'm, I'm gonna go with patrick at quarterback we got derrick henry at running back i am playing the Corderell patterson as my rb2 on DraftKings at so 4900 gross, so great uh, my, my wide receivers are absolute trash we have robert woods who could be good but you know, not playing well right now. Jalen Rieger coming back in the stack here, going with Kansas City. I got your Westbrook Akeem. Do you have Travis Kelsey? I went with Terrence Marshall at 4K as my flex, and I'm go, still running with the Cowboys defense there at 2,600. So Mahomes, Henry, Patterson, Woods, Rieger, Westbrook Akeem, Kelsey, Marshall, and Dallas. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, John. Um, I mean, I will probably, I, You're pumping out million-dollar playbooks, so... I will, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. This lineup here that I built, I will not be using it. I, I'm sure I'm going to tear down this lineup a dozen different ways. Well, we have to wait until the news comes out on Sunday. So, yeah, We do have to wait until the news comes out on Sunday. Here's, here's, hoping, here's hoping more value opens up. That's for damn sure. I mean, there's a lot of ugly value at wide receiver. So you really have to just close your eyes, click Colin Johnson and, and Westbrook Akine, and then, you know, Hope they get targeted, basically, is what we're doing this week. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. We're having fun here, Howard. But any any final words for the listeners here? You want, you want to send us off, Howard? Don't chase the million dollars. Like, I get it, right? You, you, you hear about Millionaire Mike. He's a regular guy. Use just you know the playbook and the coaches and the uh, and the example lineups, and he builds his lineups you know by hand. There's no algorithm. There's no you know no lineup generator or anything like that, right? So so everybody now wants to to do it. I mean, listen, I got you know on on Tuesday morning, I, I got like like 25 to 30 messages asking when the when the watch list was coming out, right? I'm like, come on, you know, like we always know that it comes out. On Tuesdays, like, you know, it usually comes in, you know, right around the same time in the early afternoon. But now all of a sudden, everybody's like, I got to win the million. I got to win the million. I got to win the million. So be smart about it. You know, like contest selection really, really matters. And, you know, it's okay to, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to build a lineup or two or even three, then, you know, okay, it's fine to drop that lineup into, you know, the million make the million dollar contest just because, you know, for shits and giggles, really, is just to kind of see what happens and if it pans out great. But build your lineup with the with the the, the mentality that, you know, small single entry GPPs, you know, whether cash games are, are your thing or not, just be smart about it. Don't chase uh, a million dollar pipe dream because that's that's a surefire way that you're just going to end up reloading your account over and over again and you're going to get frustrated you're going to get pissed and then you're going to be like dfs sucks your playbook sucks this sucks blah 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 because you're sitting there you're playing a bunch of donkey contests so just be smart about it that's all i'm saying Yep, I agree with you there 100%. We'll have the playbook, example lineups, and the watch list all coming out. Example lineups on Sunday, playbook and watch list on Saturday. You'll have my contrarian corner video coming out uh, on Saturday. Wait, are, you, are you doing the playbook too? You're doing the playbook this this week, right? No, you're doing the playbook this week. Oh, I'm doing the playbook it. in like two weeks. I can't handle the pressure. It's all right. You you gotta you gotta bounce back from. Uh, we're chasing the points with you, Howard. Right. Even though you just told us not to do that, that's what we're doing. Live stream <laughs> Sunday. Is it you and I? Who's on the live stream with you this week? Yeah, welcome back, Johnny boy. You're you're not in Vegas anymore. So yeah, get sure. your ass over to the live stream. 
All right. So Howard and I will be on the live stream then 11 to 12, answering your questions from our Discord. If you haven't gotten yet the playbook package, I mean, we got a billion deals going on. Probably the the, the best one for you all to take advantage of is going to be the Yahoo deal right now. You go to dfsalarm.com slash Yahoo. Go to Yahoo DFS through that link. Make a deposit with of $25 with promo code ALARM. Come right back to dfsalarm.com. You'll get a pop-up notification telling you to do claim now of your Playbook Pro package. For $25, you get the entire rest of the NFL DFS Playbook and seasonal content pack for free, essentially, for a $25 deposit over on Yahoo Sports. So uh, be sure to check that one out. But for now, Hi and I will catch you guys next week.